0: To the Football Glory Hole Podcast. We listen on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, SoundCloud, Spreaker, and iHeartRadio. We thank H and Heaven Glory Hole Seeker for tuning in this week. I am your host Bo Stevens, and I'm joined as always here on the Sports Patio by my good buddy Longhorn. Longhorn, what's up, buddy?
1: All right, all right see c Fizz, here we go. It feels so good to be back on with all of you after missing last week. And outside of the slander that my buddy put on me with the whole monkey pox situation, uh, I thought he did a really good job, so hats off to him. It's not easy to do one of these podcasts running solo. Uh, but secondly, you will be hearing from my lawyer about that slander because... <laughs> Because it's not true. It's not true. And uh, unless you go undefeated this weekend, I will drop all chargers and, and everything will be square. Um, now, I do not, do not have monkey pox. And a little known fact about Longhorn is that I have made so many decades worth of bad decisions with whorish women that I've actually developed a natural <laughs> <laughs> immunity to any and all vaginal poxes. And um, But like any great virus. And disease, um, you know, they, they all, these women and, and they're, they're disgusting diseases. They will find a way to infect their host. So, although they can no longer infect my <laughs> dang dang, my wallet, my sanity, and my overall <laughs> well being will always be in danger of the woman pox plague. Now, nah, whether you are here for the funny.
0: Oh, it led! we 10 hours from the fucking fun park and you want to bail out. It's called having a sense of humor and laughing. You should fucking try it once in a while.
1: Or you are here for the money. Anybody tells you money is the root of all evil doesn't fucking have any. They say money can't buy happiness. Look at the fucking smile on my face. Ear to ear, baby. You have come to the right place. Two questions for you people. Do you like football? What a stupid question that is. What a stupid question. You ask a lot of stupid questions. What a stupid son of a bitch. My apologies, Mr. President. I will do better.
0: Do you like money? I'm a big fan of money. I like it. I use it. I have a little. I keep it in a jar on top of my refrigerator. I'd like to put more in that jar. That's where you come in.
1: That's right, Adam Sandler. That's exactly where we come in. And we have weekly, monthly, and yearly packages to fit your needs. Go to our website, thefootballgloryhole.com, and hit us up for those free picks premium picks, and betting strategies so you can bet football the right way, the winning way, the football glory hole way. And as always here on the sports patio, we got the TVs glowing. We got the beer heavily flowing tonight, and right now it is everybody's unfortunate favorite part of the show, my friend. Tell the people all about your horrible...
0: Freaking disgusting, cold beer, hip, choice of the week. Well, thank you very much, sir, sir. Tonight, I am drinking a Baptist Wit by Brewery Van Steenberg in mm. etvelde Belgi- Belgium. 3.25 stars out of 5, and I am drinking it tonight because, Longhorn, did you know that on this date, <clears throat> January 3rd, 1521, Pope Leo Tenth issued the papal bull dissent Romanum Pontificum, which Uh. excommunicated Martin Luther from the Catholic Church. Now, Martin Luther was the chief catalyst of Protestantism. He was a professor of biblical interpretation at the University of Wittenberg in Germany, where he drew up the 95 Theses condemning the Catholic Church for its corrupt practice of selling indulgences And the forgiveness of sins, he followed up with a revolutionary work, which was equally controversial and groundbreaking, uh, and his fiery words set off religious reformers all across Europe. So, on January 1521, Pope Leo X excommunicated Luther. Three months later, Luther was called to defend his beliefs before the Holy Roman Emperor, Charles V, Mm -hmm. at the Diet of Worms, where he was... (laughs) where he was famously defiant for his refusal to recant his writings, the emperor declared him an outlaw and a heretic. Luther was protected, however, by powerful German princes. And by his death in 1546, the course of Western civilization had been significantly altered. And while a lot of you heathen Protestants like Longhorn celebrate the fall of the monopoly of the Christian religion from the Catholic Church, I do want to point your attention to the real point of the story. And that was the fact that the Germans, the same people who became Nazis and killed all the Jews, are the ones who harbored and encouraged this heretic to spark the heathen movement that was the Protestant Reformation. (laughs) So the moral of the story, boys and girls, is that if you are any sect of Christianity other than Roman Catholic, you are a racist, (laughs) Nazi... Jew-baby-murdering yeah. piece of shit. How's that taste, you fucking backsliding Baptist?
1: Yeah, well, here's what I would say, is that I don't know how anybody could ever listen to this podcast. And what sect could you possibly be <laughs> of religion, race, <laughs> Atheist. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure we offend them too. Like I mean, you people must love us because at some point we have severely offended you. But um, hey, whatever.
0: This this we're not here to make to make best friends. We're here to make you money. God damn right. And we're gonna do that. We're gonna go over every, and I do mean every game in the NFL, in the air tonight, and then we're gonna get you paid with those free picks, of course. But right now we have to get paid to do that. Here is this week's sponsor. This week's podcast is sponsored by The Vaginator 4,000. Guys, everyone knows the older we get, the less inclined we are to do our marital duties. The problem with that is the older your lady gets, the more she tries to put the hustle on Russell, the one-eyed muscle. And to make matters worse, you know if you keep declining to launch your tuna torpedo, she's eventually going to go pud pounding around town. Now, most companies would want to sell you some drugs to enhance your libido or some such bullshit, but I'm here to tell you the problem isn't with you. It's that her baby-making parts are going fucking crazy! Well, if you want to keep your woman around, you better buy her the Vaginator 4,000. The Vaginator 4000 isn't your standard sexual aid. It is a revolutionary new product that will satisfy your lady's juice box no matter what her preference is. Does she prefer external stimulation? It'll flick that bean like mean Joe Green, baby. Is she a fan of penetration? It's size adjustable so she'll never feel like she's throwing a hot dog down a hallway. So, if your lady can't stop fiending for subpoena, she's constantly trying to chuck on your morning wood, God damn it if nothing seems finer than a big old vagina miner, get her the Vaginator 4000! That's Vaginator 4000 for all your lady's needs. And hey, maybe she'll even shut up and let you watch the fucking game. Holy shit, Longhorn, that Vaginator 4000. Look, uh, fellas, if you missed out on Christmas, you're a little bit late on getting your lady there a gift, uh, you're probably in the doghouse and in deep shit. But it sounds like if you get her that to fucking, you know, pleasure the old uh, uh, clam there, Mm -hmm. she will be just right as rain. So probably look into that.
1: Yeah, and for all you single guys, if you haven't yet developed the immunity to the uh, woman pox disease, uh, the, you know maybe <laughs> maybe just get her one of these and, until you can uh, develop that that natural immunity. Because I'm pretty sure that is that that would be safe sex. Just blast them with that vaginator. And there's, not, there's nothing that can happen to you. <laughs>
0: Gentlemen, boys, and girls,
1: children of all ages. It's time! Oh my god! Okay, it's happening! (laughs) Stay calm! What What do you think is happening right now? What's happening over here?
0: Excuse me, what is happening here? What is happening? What the fuck just happened? Oh, you know what's happening. It's time for all those winds coming in the air tonight, (laughs) baby! baby, those bells, those bells. It is week 18. I cannot believe we are here, but we are here. Mm. Now, if you missed the Monday podcast, I'm going to recap this for you as far as uh, kind of the preface. First of all, shame on you for missing it. Secondly, I kind of don't blame you if you tuned in and realized it was just me. You're like, I don't want to listen to this fucking nerd talk without Longhorn. I get it. So for all you people... Look, last week was the week for the faves. This week is the week of the dogs. Since week 18, the format started. 19-13 to 13 ATS with a two-point ATS margin. 18-14 and 14 to the OVA with a plus 3.62 delta, which is really big in any one week. <clears throat> Away or home, about the same ATS. Doesn't really matter. So overall, we're looking at dogs and the Overs, which usually is not the correlation. But you have to think. It's the last game, maximum effort, but usually also maximum variance. Look, guys are going to go for more fourth downs than they usually do. They might empty some trick plays they had not got to use all season. Whatever, they're just going to do a lot of tendency breaking type things, which the market simply cannot account for as far as the totals go. So that's why it breaks to the over there. I will just tell you I like hearing that it's a dog
1: week because I have – Five, count them five. Overall, Sounders, big Woo! dicks, and dangerous. So hey, that, that I like the way this is going already.
0: All right, we're gonna start up in Baltimore, where those Ravens are four-point consensus home dogs to those Pittsburgh Steelers.
1: Uh, oh yeah, and right out of the chute, hit that Sounder. I know that Pittsburgh or that uh, Baltimore has nothing to play for, but they never. Have anything to play for in the preseason, and we know that Harbaugh likes to win any fucking game that he's out there and playing. It's probably like if it's horseshoes, he doesn't give a shit. He's that type of guy that just wants to beat your ass no matter what. Uh, Now they don't. Also, they don't want to have to play. And and by the way, on these games, if if you know information on, and I'm talking you, both see if if you got information that
0: oh, so sorry on playing time and stuff like that. So let me I wrote this a little bit wrong But okay so Baltimore has I'm supposed to set up every um, Postseason situation too for you Baltimore is the number one seed locked up Nothing to play for Pittsburgh needs to win And either Buffalo or Jacksonville to lose Now there are more scenarios with ties And all that bullshit But that's the main two drivers So absolute must win for Pittsburgh And they need help to get in Lamar yeah. is not playing and Rudolph is starting for uh Pittsburgh.
1: Yeah, I just I just love this spot. Everything you said just makes me feel better because uh yeah Tyler Huntley, he's I mean I'm assuming it's him, he's he's the backup. Yes. Yes. Yeah, so so like that's he fits right in with this system. He's a starter in this, or he started in this league before. The dog in this series is almost always the right side. Pittsburgh is always bad as a favorite. And it just goes back to the point that, like, I don't care if Baltimore is sitting starters. They're still going to play to win this game. And, uh, yeah, I just, man, I just, I love this spot for Baltimore. I love it that it's over 3.5. If it starts getting to 3, 2.5, you know, don't love it as much, then it falls falls more into that teaser territory. No,
0: it's going the other way. It's 3.5 in the contest and it's 4 live.
1: Oh, okay. So it's going the other way. So, yeah, it just, I mean, good. I'm glad because don't, I mean, me personally, I'm not gonna pay much attention to, you know, line moves this week and this and that. Um, now, if it's, nope. it, I mean, if it's drastic, then I'll I'll certainly look at it. But this this is a weird week, man. This, this is um, this is just a plant your flag week and and call your shot. Uh, and I and I'm calling my shot on Baltimore. I think they win this game, a game they do not need to win. But Pittsburgh beat them in the last matchup earlier in the season. They, they would love love nothing more than to spool and ruin their season uh, with with some backups. But remember, even if backup's playing, you can't sit everybody. Okay, you cannot sit everybody. So there will be some starters playing, and I
0: just uh, I think they take this one. What do you got? Man, I'm with you. Uh, so, look, I know Lamar's not playing a bunch of their starters, but I already gave out Baltimore plus four on the Monday podcast as part of my round robin. Uh, a lot of sharp money came in on Baltimore. It dipped down. Uh, obviously, three and a half in contest is back up now. So it's gotten some pushback. But look, like just like you just said, NFL rosters are not – this ain't fucking college. They're not big enough. They cannot sit everybody. Mm-mm. So most of the defensive starters and the offensive line will have to play, you know, for the most part. And Baltimore is good enough, you know, with their depth. And Tyler Huntley, you know, as a quarterback, like you said, plenty of starting experience, including – Three starts versus this Pittsburgh team in the last two seasons. Yes, he is one and two straight up versus them, but he won a game by two points, and he lost two games by three points. I believe I said oh, the line's yeah. four. Oh, so yeah. there is nothing out. that Harbaugh would want more than to send these goddamn Steelers home crying with no playoffs. So anything over three is good for me here. Like I said, I already bet Baltimore plus four, so obviously Baltimore is my side also. All right. All right, moving on. Oh, it's those Indianapolis Colts, my boy, the stash, and he is now one point consensus home dog to those Houston with an H Texans. Yep, and we and, are too- sorry. Oh, sorry. Um, go ahead. um. So this is win and get in game. Loser season is done. Either team with a win and the Jags loss wins the division. So that's where we're that's what we're playing for right here. I'm yeah, and I'm surprised
1: that they. That's that's um okay. So they put this one on Saturday and then whoever wins this game is is just sitting there and watching Jacksonville on uh Sunday and just praying that they uh that they lose. So listen, we're two for two on Saturday. I'm taking both dogs. So go ahead and hit that sounder. I know it's only one point and we'll see no, where no, no, are you or, sorry,
0: are sorry, you're taking Indy?
1: I'm taking Indy. Okay. Got God it. Goddamn right, I'm taking Indy and I just it, Stroud on the road all year has been something that I've wanted to fade. He's amazing at home, on the road not so great. And this is look, we we all we had an under ticket on Houston season under ticket. They're and way, on Indy and on Indy, but that's that's whatever. I mean, that's that's. But the the Houston is they're a young team. They're way ahead of schedule. They've had an amazing season. They're going to be something to look you know at, at in future seasons. This is a tough spot with a lot of pressure on the road. They have not been good at rookie coach, rookie receiver. I just mm-mm. to me this this feels like an indie spot. Um, the mustache, he, you know, he's not a great quarterback, but he's been in the league quite a while now. But your tongue, <laughs> he he's been in this spot before. So I, at home in this spot, a more relaxed quarterback. Yeah, give me give me indie to spoil. Look, I've got a Houston ticket to win the division, or uh, Houston Texans to win the division ticket. So, yeah, I would love to take Houston here and then hope that Jacksonville can drop, uh, you know, drop it on Sunday. But I got to call it the way I see it. This does not feel like the spot for Houston to go on a road with a young team and all the pressure in a standalone game. It just don't feel right. So, give me Indy.
0: All right. Well. We're on opposite sides of this one. Look, I said last week on the podcast, Indy has become a pretty easy team to handicap. If you score more than 20, you beat them. If you don't, then you don't. And Las Vegas scored exactly 20 last week and covered the closing line. Uh, Depending where you got that, you basically either got a push or a loss if you bet Indy. But Indy beat them. And thank God for that because I had Indy and survivor. Now, I know Houston's offense is not what it was in the middle of the season when they were top 10 EPA success rate. But last week with Stroud back, they were just fine. And he wasn't great, but Collins being back back is a huge boost. They ran the ball well. They cruised in that game. And, yes, I know Tennessee's defense is not good, and there definitely wasn't much effort put forth there. And we didn't think that there would be if you listen to the podcast. But guess what? Indy's defense is worse. Tennessee is 19th in EPA success rates since week 10. Indy's 21st. And then he just gave up 20 points at home to one of the worst offenses to possibly ever be constructed in the Las Vegas Raiders. And that was with absolutely maximum effort. O'Connell looked like a goddamn rock star versus this Indy secondary. And in the first matchup, Stroud threw for 384. Now, a lot of that given wasn't garbage time because that game was over very early. It was 31-10 to heading into the fourth quarter, so I do understand that. But that was also when the Houston's defense was absolutely fucking poverty. Longhorn, if you look at the Houston defense since week 10, they are number nine in EPA success rate on defense. And they are slightly below average at drawback success rate, but they are the number one success rate versus the run. Indies played three teams since week 10. They're in Houston's class on defense. They scored 10 points in New England, and they won. They scored 10 points versus Atlanta and obviously lost. Now, they did score 30. On Pittsburgh, which that's the anomaly here. Pittsburgh, though, in that game did have three turnovers, and they literally did nothing on offense, so they put their defense behind the eight ball the entire game. Houston has a positive turnover margin of the year. They're actually tied for fourth best in the entire league, so that would be very out of character for them to lose the turnover battle here. As much as I would love my boy the Stash to win and go to the playoffs, I can only look to Houston. I gave out Houston plus one. On the Monday podcast, as part of my round robin, Like I won't be heartbroken if I'm wrong. I'll be happy for my boy, but I can't see Indy holding this Houston offense down enough to get the win here. So, tell me,
1: you said the the only way you the only way Indy wins is that what is that
0: what the thing was?
1: The only way Indy wins what the twenty point thing? What was it?
0: Yeah. So basically, if you if you score more than twenty, they lose. If you score
1: so, but but Houston does not score on the road very well. Like no. through the whole through the whole year, they they're not scoring very well on the road.
0: I mean, you've got a good point there, but yeah, I mean, I, they it's they a have one point spread, so it's it's yeah. coin flip. But yeah, I just I just they don't really score that well on the road. And this this line open, I got I put out Houston plus one on the Monday podcast in my round robin because I knew that was wrong, and it immediately fucking switched. To Houston minus one, going to minus one and a half. You know, I don't know how far it'll go or whatever, but... And certainly you probably definitely took
1: a six and a half point teaser when Houston was plus one, and now you're going to do a six and a half point teaser on Indy plus one.
0: No, because you weren't here on Monday to tell me to do that, you son of a bitch. (laughs) Uh uh Well, I got it in pocket. (laughs) (laughs) All right, moving on, those New Orleans Saints, and they are hosting those hot Atlanta Falcons. (laughs) They are three point... Home favorites. Okay, so if Atlanta wins and the Bucks lose, they win the South. Unfucking real. But they have no chance at a wild card. So it's win and get lucky or go home. The Saints win and the Bucks lose or tie, and they win the South. But they still can lose this game and get a wild card if Seattle and Green Bay both lose. So basically, it's win or go home for both teams. Uh, Obviously, New Orleans had to get incredibly lucky to make the playoffs, but they could make the playoffs without winning the division. Atlanta has no path except winning this football game and the Buccaneers losing. So, what do you got on this
1: one? Yeah, this one, take whatever I'm going to say with a grain of salt because I cannot fucking stand New Orleans. Uh, They... You know, like in the middle of the year, they had, or, you know, there was a stretch where they lost three in a row, and I think I had them on every single fucking loss. Now they've won three out of the last, <laughs> they've won three out of the last four. Um, I would want nothing more than Atlanta to go in here and beat them and knock them out. And, the, you know, the first time that New Orleans played this Atlanta team, they lost 24 to 15. Um, so there is a matchup thing there. Um, just sorry i cannot and i I refuse i'm not gonna i'm not gonna take atlanta obviously um but i'm not picking new orleans i just cannot do it they're the worst they have the worst head coach ats and and you say the lines up to three and a half now no still three okay so well either way at three three and a half i'm leaning atlanta um you know uh, and, and on my personal you know, pick them contest. I'm, I can't put it in New Orleans. So I will be taking my hand sounder because I don't want to put that officially out. But personally, I'm taking Atlanta to win this game on pick them contest. You do what you want uh, over there. If you don't feel comfortable with that, I just cannot stand this New Orleans team. And they, what they've shown all year is that they're destined to let you down. Because they've gone, they've gone, they've had some, you know, highs this year, and they've mostly had some, some letdowns, and that's kind of what the whole season's been. This is the last game of the season. I expect them to let themselves down, let their fans down, and I will not be on them to let me down one more time to finish the season. So, give me Atlanta. What do you got?
0: I did forget to mention that Houston is on the uh, a lot of our best spots in the predictive uh, algorithms as well. Now. On this one, uh, Atlanta, they're in a 50-50 spot. Houston didn't fall in – New Orleans did not fall in any spot. And there are, no, there are no buckets this weekend, people. So, if you think that I forgot to mention that, I didn't. There's just not any. Um, now, this one is tough for me. I hate both of these teams. Mm-hmm. The Saints, the, over the last two years, which has been since uh, Allen, the aforementioned shitty coach you said uh, – has been there 3-2 and two straight up versus Atlanta, but 1-4 ATS. Look, I think Heineken's going to start for Atlanta, but just like Longhorn told you last week, he skunked out. Longhorn said he would. But if he's healthy enough to play, I believe that's the plan. He is a little dinged up. We'll see. They should go back to Ritter. Like
1: I mean, they're both career backups, and career backups are good when they come in for a you know like a like a spot start. That's when that's when you get their best game is on a
0: spot start. If you extend those, you get you get bad. Usually, yeah. Look, the Falcons showed some pretty good quit up there in Chicago last week. Um, So cold. now their defense since week ten has been number eight in EPA per play, and they look like the number twenty eight defense that they were the first half of the season last week. Yeah. They gave up four hundred plus yards to a Bears offense that is beyond fucking poverty. Yeah, but, but that was out in the weather. I mean, they definitely quit out in the
1: cold, and you know that's it just got away.
0: Yeah, but here's what here's what concerns me with that. Now, overall, I would take the Saints to win, but I'm not spending a dime of my money on this game. If the coach for Atlanta has truly lost the rock locker room, we're going to know it very early in this one. There is a lot of talk that he has, and that's kind of where the get, give up came from last week. They win that game last week, which you know should have been a winnable game for them. I think they're a better team than Chicago is. In fact, I know they are, and mm-hmm. that didn't look like it at all. So I think they're out on Arthur Smith. I think the owner, by his statement, is out on Arthur Smith. I think he's coaching his last game. I think the Saints win this game. Did they cover the three? I don't fucking know. I don't fucking care. Fuck this game.
1: Yeah, kind of kind of agree. But I don't know about the, the Chicago thing. I, I think if you if you split that season into, into the back eight, I did. you would. In the back eight? Yeah, I
0: did. Chicago's offense is poverty the entire year. Now their defense, big, big, big tick up for their defense. But big tick up for Atlanta's defense, too. Now, Chicago's yeah. defense has been better, but Chicago's offense is fucking poverty. Poverty. All right. All right. All right, That's moving on. It's those Cincinnati Bungles. They bungled it all away. They are seven point home favorites, though, to those Cleveland Browns since he is eliminated from the playoffs. Cleveland is locked into position. Uh, it is not going to be Flacco. I don't know how many Browns will be starting. Obviously, Cleveland, or since should have all hands on deck, we'll see. But either way, this number opened at six. I know it's got all the way up to seven. So, Longhorn, what do you got on this one? And who did? Who are you hearing that's starting at quarterback for Cleveland? Oh, well, it'll be uh, DTR. Are you sure? I'm not 100% positive on that. I don't want to put that out there. Yeah, because but... I, I looked up.
1: I looked up the uh, depth charts, and I don't see DTR running number two. I see somebody named— Oh, is he hurt? He must be hurt. I don't know. Let me scroll down and see if he's on the uh, reserve. Yeah, he's on the reserve, so it's not going to be Oh, yeah, that, DTR. that's right. He's Yeah, he's hurt. My bad. It, it's going to be Jeff Driscoll, starting quarterback. Unless oh, they,
0: fuck yeah!
1: Unless they go to P.J. Walker, who's sitting third string. I I haven't no, heard yet. let's go.
0: Louisiana Tech, baby. Let's yeah, go. So,
1: so, look, I, I mean— this is this is this number's too big. Like I know that they're sitting almost it's too, you know, high. It's, they're it's sitting too high. They're sitting everybody, but look, when this like let's let's forget Joe Flacco for a minute. This team used to have DTR and PJ Walker, and if they had DTR and PJ Walker in this game, and Sean Watson, well, just forget that. <laughs> where, I'm going, where I'm going with this is imagine that they never had Flacco over the last five weeks. Would they be going into this game with a Driscoll or a or a rookie or a PJ Walker would they be seven point dogs? Now I know they're sitting more than just Flacco, so it's, you know it's not exactly you know apples to apples. But come on, this is this is too much. Since he's got nothing to play for, like what the fuck are they playing for? I mean they they might you know pull the fucking I quit card too. So yeah, this is too many points. I th- this is Cincy or a uh, Cleveland or pass for me um you know i don't have a strong stance or anything but yeah that's too many points give me Sensi or cleveland
0: yep i agree if you're gonna give me seven i'm taking the browns man like like you said i know flacco and muscle Sarge probably sitting out again you can only sit so many but anybody and i mean fucking anybody can score on this shitty bengals defense i don't think they can hold a margin like this i don't give a fuck who's playing quarterback and talking about Sensi. Why would Jamar Chase play in this game? He's been banged up. He's not felt well, obviously, the last couple of weeks. I mean, last week he exactly. was, a, he was yeah. a ghost in that game. He didn't even exist. So, yeah, I mean, there, there's no other way that I would play this except the Browns. Yeah, yep. Browns are pass. All right. All right, moving on. It's those New England Pal Lawrence, <laughs> New England Patriots. They are one and a half, down to one and a half point. Home favorites of those New York Jake. E-T-S, Jets, Jets,
1: Jets. Yeah, and if Longhorn was here on Monday, he would have told you to take those Jets up on a teaser from two and a half to eight and a half like he did. Um, That is vanishing. And I don't have a lot on this game other than I did hear you say that you did a no long on this, and you are taking it down and then betting the over, which...
0: God damn. Right. I don't understand
1: that at all because this final is going to be nine to six <laughs> one way or the other. Um, and since, you know, since I, I've got a Jets ticket with a tease, I'm picking New England so that my Jets
0: teaser hits. What do you got? All right. So, yeah, I gave out the Jets pass on the six point teaser. It was a three point spread at that point. So we're going Jets plus nine. It's going to be seven and a half. Obviously now. Tugging the total down to 24, and yeah, taking the fucking over, I told you. This week goes to the dogs and the over. That's all I have any interest on in this game. Look, I think Sala is safe. I think Bill is gone. He said, jokingly, as much as he can joke, Mm. I will announce my coaching decision on Twitter and my face. So I thought that was funny, especially coming out of his mouth. Twitter and what? My face. Is he, Is that a joke or is he it being? It was obviously over, a joke, but he are, said like, "Are you sure? Are I'm you gonna, sure? I'm going to announce it on Twitter in my face." So yes, it, it, if
1: that was actually a joke, that, and he did it deadpan, he did it deadpan. Oh, then I will great. give him credit for that.
0: That's pretty yeah, good. It was really good. It was really, good. which <clears throat> that moment of levity in this moment just tells me furthermore that he's fucking gone. Look, I can see the Pats going out here and playing hard for him one last time. For sure, and I expect max effort for the Jets because Daddy A, a. Ron is watching, and there will be some roster decisions made on their effort in this one. So I like well, my do No Wong tease out. Yeah, I hate it. And uh, when these both these teams were, <laughs> when both these teams played
1: before, and they actually had hope in their their dwindling seasons a little bit, they combined for twenty five points. So yeah, now I would yeah I we go over now? Well, I, it would it. Yeah, Yeah. I guess it would. Yeah. Okay. Now, I will say when you get, when quit sets in, more points score. So, quit sets
0: in, and again, tendency breaking things. Look, these two teams played before. (laughs) They both knew defense was the key. They weren't going to score a lot of points. Low variance, low variance, low variance. This is not the low variance week. They're letting shit fly. Zap is yeah. gonna be slinging that ball over the goddamn field. The yeah, he's Jets be, be doing crazy shit. He's
1: gonna be slinging it all the way out of bounds, and so is fucking, uh, so is <laughs> so is the other court. Like, like they are gonna be so excited to play a game where they get to play defense, and it's just nonstop punts back and forth. It is gonna be amazing. Pump um,
0: returns, pump blocks, fucking onside kicks.
1: Oh yeah, cats oh yeah. and dogs
0: living together.
1: Yeah, yeah, I see Belichick doing a lot of trick plays in this one. Let me tell you,
0: I can't wait till he runs like the double reverse punt fake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll watch it. I'll watch it. All right, we're moving on to those Tennessee Titans. Whoo, they stink. Mm. Five and a half point home dogs to my Jacksonville Jaguars. Scenarios. Scenarios. Tennessee <clears throat> done, and Jacksonville. This is it. They win. They win the division. Now, there's a ton of different computations how they can get into the playoffs if they don't win, but basically win and win the division. That's all we're going to focus on. It's really just that simple. It is that simple, but... Oh, we got the big
1: dick pick of the week. I'm going to pop off a piece of my dick.
0: Big floppy donkey dick.
1: Is that your fucking dick? With my dick. Nice big cock. I'm going to put my dick in. We got Vrabel at home. We got Vrabel in his last game at home in Tennessee. Likely We got Henry in his likely last game for this team. And they get to play spoiler at home in their sweet spot. Tennessee sucks on the fucking road. They're not great at home, but they're certainly better than they are on the road. I love this spot for Tennessee. I love that the pressure is all on Jacksonville. And uh, have they confirmed
0: who's starting quarterback for Jacksonville? They have not, but the line's... Obviously, says it's yeah. fucking Goldilocks,
1: and I believe that it will be him, and that's fine. Like it, it doesn't change my opinion at all. Um, I just think this is a this is a perfect chance for a team that the season did not go the way they wanted. Although you know, it's, and there wasn't much high hopes, but still, this is a team that usually wins nine games a year. We, we talk about it all the time. This is a team that always wins. You know, nine wins. Didn't go their way. The coach is gone. The running back is gone. It is a perfect send-off to spoil their division mate's season. And
0: I just, it's Tennessee. Big day pick of the week. All right. So the numbers are in agreement with Tennessee. This number is way too fucking high. And, you know, I understand why it is. Like I said, Tennessee's done. And they totally quit last week like I said that they would. And so I'm on Tennessee with you all the way on this one. And this is the first of three (laughs) Numbers Geek's Pick of the Week. Nerd alert. Nerd. Nerd. You fucking nerd with your nerd hair. All right. Now, I'm not going as far as Longhorn and saying that Tennessee's going to win. I don't think that. But they are in the best scenario on the board of our two-year Week 18 sample size. And this is, like I said, this is going to be number one of three Numbers Geek Pick of the Week. All right. I haven't made one of these in a few weeks. I've got a winning record on these for the season, so I'm putting it all out on the line this week. But, hey, I love to fucking gamble, baby. But here is the trend. Week 18, home dogs with a losing record versus a winning team. That's it. 3-4 and four straight up, 5-2 and two ATS with a plus 9 ATS margin. Oof. It makes zero sense for these teams to cover, which is why they do. It's the fucking NFL, and that's just how... Shit works. So yes, I am with you, Tennessee to cover this inflated number. Love it. All right, moving on. It's those Detroit Lions. They are, whoo, it's up to three and a half point. Home favorite over Minnesota. Detroit is locked in. Minnesota can still get in with a win, but they need the Packers and the Seahawks and the Saints all to
1: lose. So but, and do they all play. Uh, those other teams, one well knows. Who do they... They all play Sunday. They all play Sunday. Okay, yeah. So, look, you're getting max effort from Detroit or uh, Minnesota. No reason not to. And I don't see any reason why Detroit would play... Uh, I, I see them pulling starters. If not, if not before the game, you know, shortly into the game, I just don't see any reason. They can't get... They can't get the two seed. I mean, I guess it's technically possible, right? But... It's very unlikely they're pretty much locked in. So, uh, an aggressive blitzing defense for Minnesota. Why would you? I just don't see why you would put any of your you know skill players out there. Have dance that they're playing. So I don't know. Well, I mean, sure, uh, he, fine. <laughs> they might run a series and, and pull them. I actually, I and I still, I, I don't believe it. I'll, I'll believe it when I see it. Um, but yeah, I'm going to be on Minnesota. I know that that it's um, you know if if he's saying that then that's a thing. What's the line at right now? Three and a
0: half currently. And what's been the movement this week? Up. It was three all week until today, and now it's three and a half.
1: Okay. So here's the deal: if if you're gonna be on Minnesota like I am, and the words and the the news is leaking that Dan's gonna play, just wait because this is gonna go up, and um, you know, you, you might get you might get Minnesota plus four, plus four and a half. It just kind of depends on how the how the information leaks.
0: It's ju- it's juiced kind of across the board though, three and a half. So I I mean I think it's been three all week. Dan said that it went to three and a half, but it's they taking money at three and they half. don't it's, believe
1: them. I, they I think don't. They just, the market yeah. doesn't
0: believe it. Yeah, look, just jump on I mean, I'm
1: jumping on Minnesota. I'm taking them, um, and and I'm leaning that way. I just don't see any reason why Detroit would chance anything. I don't. I don't at all. What do you got?
0: Yeah, uh, look, I said on Monday. That I thought the coach from Minnesota has done a lot of great things, but I think he seriously misplayed his hand last week when starting that rookie. <clears throat> that clearly, in my opinion, from what I saw in the game, defensively for Minnesota, zapped all the effort out of that team. I've, I've never seen that defense the whole year play that bad. They had no interest in tackling, covering, do anything. Now, it won't cost him his job this year, but I think it took all the goodwill that he built up from that fan base by winning all these games with you know subpar quarterbacks and basically tossed it out of the window. So he's back, to, basically back to ground zero. Now, can he rally the troops one more time? I don't know. I'm not sure. Now, Deceitful Dan, as I'm now calling him, <laughs> says the Stars will play for Detroit. But like you said, how long? That's the question. Personally, I don't want any part of this game. There's potential quit on both sides. Looking back through our two-year sample size, Mini is in the worst spot. Away dog with a losing record versus a team with a winning record. Basically nothing to play for. One and three straight up. And ATS with a negative three point ATS margin. And that's with an average line of eleven, though. So you gotta listen, take that you gotta take that to account. But three and one to the over here. So if anything, I might look at that, but overall, it's basically a pass for me. On the side here, because, again, I, I don't like games where I, I, I'm i not sure if either team's going to put forth real effort. And I just will say, like, if they
1: do either pull starters for Detroit or they don't, they just, you know, it was a complete bluff and they don't even start their starters. We've seen, certainly on the, on the defensive side of the ball, that when they're missing any of their, you know, key players on defense, this turns into a really, really bad defense. It's only barely serviceable when they have all hands on deck so it's bad defense if they're missing some some key players now on offense uh I mean you know I they would they'll they're gonna pull Jamar Gibbs obviously golf this this the rookie tight end he's not gonna play like you know Saint Brown like I mean and J- Jameson Williams is hurt now so yeah it's just a bad
0: it's gonna be a bad roster if and when they pull the the people Yeah, I mean, Detroit is stupid for playing anybody. But, you know what? We saw the resolve of Captain Dan, Deceitful Dan, last week. He went for two, which I was 100% in agreement with. The original call, I loved it. Look, you don't want to go to fucking overtime. It's we're winning right now. We're getting the number two seed, and I get to sit everybody next week. I'm not going to fucking overtime and risking my players' health or anything. I loved it. Then after the penalty... God dude, just kicked the ball. And he didn't do it. Where was the second play? How how what was the yard line from for the second play? At the nine, I believe. Because then it was when they got the five yard no, it was at the eight, because they got the five yard penalties basically from the three and a half or so. Like, yeah, you, you just kicked the extra point. Well it was a two
1: point conversion, right?
0: Yeah. I thought the two point
1: conversions were from the two yard line. Is that not right? Yeah, the two and a half is the mark. Okay. So it was a seven it was from a seven and a half? The, two, the second try? Uh,
0: yeah, I think seven and a half, eight, something like that. Yeah, basically. I don't know. I, I don't I don't have a problem with it. Just fucking, I mean, just. Well, then after, after he went all in on number two, you got to fucking go for it from the three. I mean, that's three and a half or whatever. Like, yeah, you have to go for it there, but whatever. Uh, you know, they tried the trick play, and they tricked the referee, so that didn't work out for him. But it, it did show me his resolve. that when he fucking commits himself to doing something, because, if you listen to the game and listen to the announcers, they already knew. They said, hey, we already know what Dan's going to do. He told us in pre-production, if it comes down to this, we're going for it. I'm not going overtime. So <laughs> he was already fully all in, already committed. He had a meeting with the goddamn referees on the exact play he was going to call. Like, this is preordained what was going to happen. So if he says he's going to play his starters, he might fucking play them all four quarters. I don't know. He so might.
1: And it'd be a horrible number than I got if if he does. But, yeah, we'll see. Be careful yeah, that, with it. That's why, that's
0: why I don't want any part of this game. Yeah. All right, moving on. It's those Carolina Panthers and their fucking drink-throwing owner. And they are four-and-a-half point home dogs. Okay, let's see. Oh, shit. I forgot to check the playoff scenario for Carolina. I apologize oh, yeah. about that. Uh, I don't think they have a very good chance to make it though, but I'll look it up in a second. Tampa Bay though just needs a win over the shitty Panthers to win the division and get in the playoffs.
1: Yeah, I don't. I mean, I don't know how you don't. This is just a Tampa Bay spot. I, you know, it's just, as much as I, you know, it, as much as I like Carolina at home, even though it's a weird thing. Oh, to we say, know you do Yeah, I've got. I've racked up some losses on Carolina for sure in the. And the contest. Let me see what I'm sitting at with losses on Carolina. It is at. Should be pretty good. We did call it's both only of two, their wins. Actually, it's only two losses with Carolina, so it's not horrible. But they play much better at home. But yeah, this this drama with with them and this
0: team, and you know, it's starting all, to feel very <clears throat> Daniel Snyder like very quickly.
1: Yeah, and it's you know it's if this was in the middle of the season, yeah, give me give me Carolina. But with with so much on the line for Tampa, and they laid a fucking egg last week. Like, it just felt like, eh, we're, we're all in in the last week with Carolina. We know that they can shit-stomp them, and we'll be in the playoffs. So it's kind of what it feels like. I just hate laying this. I won't lay this many points, so, you know, this will not be a pick for me, but I will lean to Tampa Bay. All
0: right. Um, look, I think that Tampa Bay gets this done. I, I'm like you. I'm not sprinting to lay the wood here. I can see Carolina hanging around. Carolina played Tampa Bay tough the last time. They only lost by three in Tampa Bay. And Bryce Young was awful in that game. Shocker! I'm telling you, Carolina is the right side. I just won't do it. Yeah. Baker was just about as bad, though, in that game. And I think, though, this is where you get max focus Baker. Now, he's not good as a favorite. I understand that. But he has to know. Look. If Baker doesn't win this game, then I honestly believe his career as a starter, and I'm not joking here. It's not a joke. In this league is over. And I think that he's been humbled enough now, as a professional, to know this. So, I probably will end up betting this game if the number will come down a little bit more. Then I'll lay it. If it doesn't, then I'm probably going to be pass, but it's definitely a pass for me currently. But Baker has to know, dude. He's not a kid no more. He's been humbled very much by this league. So he has to know, look, this is my last chance at a contract and to continue my career as a I, real starter in this league. I don't know that league. that's
1: good. I don't know that that's good that he knows that. I don't know that's a good thing. I think it is. I that's think usually, it is. Usually he's better when it's like, well, I mean, I guess it falls into that underdog role, but I mean, this is this is kind. Of, I don't know. I'm tor- I, I hate this game. I will not play this game. There's so many. I can see. I can make a good argument on both sides. I, this would honestly be one that just tell me what the numbers say, and that's where I'll go.
0: Yeah, they say go fuck yourself. Yeah,
1: great, fantastic.
0: <laughs> yep, pretty much.
1: Well that's, well, that's that's what I do every night. So. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, we're moving on to those goddamn Washington Redskins. And they are consensus 13 point home dogs. Mm. Uh, all right, Dallas, if they win, they win the division. <clears throat> Period. Redskins, I believe, have been eliminated. So, Longhorn, take it away.
1: Who is starting for the Washington Redskins?
0: Your shitty boy Sam Howell. It got announced today.
1: Well, then give me Dallas. Lay the points because this is gonna get ugly. I'm sorry. I just it. I cannot play. I cannot play a game with Sam Howell. It, like I mean, at the beginning of the year, he had some moments, and and he was keeping them in games. You know, getting some backdoors or whatnot. That's gone. All he does is is fucking turn the ball over now. I want no part of that. Dallas has, you know, motivation. So I know this is not a, you know, it seems like, you know, through the history of this game and just just my memory bank pulling up this game, this is not a great spot for Dallas. um, But I, I can't do it. I cannot, I will not bet a game with Sam Howell starting quarterback until I see something different. What do you got?
0: Well, the numbers agree on Washington here, which is probably not a shocker, but of course. No, you say of course. But remember, in Dallas, they were catching, what, 14? Mm, 13 somewhere. 13, like that. 14, somewhere. Mm-hmm. And I laid it with Dallas in the contest. And Dallas obviously covered. Guess what? The numbers didn't agree with Washington there. What's changed? Well, the Dallas defense has gotten shitty. That's what's fucking changed. This line is way too goddamn high. It was half of this last year in this exact same scenario. And Dallas lost straight up to Washington. Now, I don't see him losing here, but Washington is the second of three teams on the numbers geek pick of the week. Look, the temperature will be 40 degrees since Dak has had his some, his oh. surgery on his thumb.
1: If the temperature
0: degree is 50 or lower, Mm. he is 0 2 straight up with a negative and straight up and ATS with a negative 17 ATS margin. One of those games last year Mm -hmm. in Washington, week 18. Dak played the worst game of the season. The Cow scored six points. Now, I know Washington's a dumpster fire, I know their coaching staff is fired. I said that on the Monday pod when I gave out Washington plus 13 as part of my round robin, but this is the last game of the season. They can spool their biggest rival's chance of winning the division and getting the number two seed and setting up a great path to the Super Bowl and send Rivera out on a high note. My biggest biggest concern here is the same as yours. They're starting Sam Howell, which means the skins are all in on getting the second pick in the draft, obviously, but even with... Shitty, Hal. I think the Skins can cover this game. I did originally write up if it was going to be Brissett, I was fucking betting him on the money line, but mm-hmm. I waited for the announcement. It didn't come, so I'll just stick with my uh, plus thirteen. I got in the round robin. Now, like I said, Dallas D is not what it once was, so the Skins should be able to score the ball. Now, clearly, Hal could go fuck me right in the ass by throwing four picks. I think he does lead the league in interceptions. But I've already bet the skins. I'm not backing off. I don't think they pull the upset because, quite frankly, this skins team is so much worse than that skins team was last year that beat the Cowboys. I think it was 26 to 6. Their defense was actually, you know, average to above average last year at this point. It is not that. It is very poverty at this point. But I don't believe Dallas will be able to score the ball enough to cover the spread, especially as bad as their defense has been trending. And yeah.
1: they're terrible on the road. Yeah, you're you're right. I'm I'm actually I don't know if I've ever done this, but I'm flipping my lean to Washington based on everything like that weather thing. I completely forgot about that. And if it's if it is at that forty degree mark, then yeah, give me give me those skins and all those points.
0: And the trend, and as well, a trend. I just looked up the research. It's just fifty degrees or lower. I thought it was so, forty. No, it will be forty. But I looked up fifty degrees or lower. And, and it was like 52 in Buffalo and you saw what happened there. Mm -hmm. And look, I don't give a fuck about temperatures and weather and all that shit. That shit is arbitrary to me. I think it's like one of those things until it's a thing, it's not a thing. So like Troy Aikman famously says of himself, he could not throw a wet football. Now we weren't betting football when Troy Aikman was uh, throwing football. So, but if we were, that would have been nice to know, but he's admitted now that he's retired I made a lot of lunch money bets on Troy. A. Yeah, a. yeah, yeah, of course. In, in elementary. But, you know, now that he's retired, he's fully admitted that. And that giving that out himself in an interview that hit, that that, that plate in his thumb doesn't allow the flexibility or grip on the ball under a certain temperature. Look, man, that's a thing. That's not like, oh, Dallas doesn't play well on grass or Dallas doesn't play well in certain – No, I don't give a fuck about that crap. That eventually all that shit comes back around. But if a person cannot function physically because of a certain element, then, then, then it becomes a real thing. And that is a real thing for Dak. It is a real thing for this offense. They cannot run the ball. Now, they'll still run the ball on Washington because everybody fucking else does. And they'll still win, but I don't sure? think. You sure they will? I don't think they're going to cover 13. That's what I don't think. I don't know that they can run the ball against anybody. Well, you might be right. All right, moving on. God damn, this line is going up. Okay, San Francisco. They are hosting those LA Rams. Where is this at in the contest? Jesus. What's the line up to? It's up to four.
1: I, don't know, I think it was at three and three. Oh, it's nine.
0: four. No, okay, it's four and a half in the contest. So it was a three. I guess, I don't know if the contest is projecting or whatever, but they got it at four and a half. It's four painted across the board at 110 live. Um, so San Fran already has number one seed. Um uh, the Rams have are locked into their position. C out, Purdy's out, um, uh, mm-hmm. Stafford's out. It's gonna be Wentz playing for the Rams. So that's kind of where we're at on this one. Yeah, this this one is a lot like
1: um well, I guess it's not a lot like hold on. Let me where's this line at? Let me look up the current line. It's off on, oh no, there it is, minus four. So this, yeah, this game is a lot like the Baltimore-Pittsburgh game, except San Fran's still favored. And that's because they just have a way better roster than the Rams when the Rams are sitting people in. Uh, but it's along the same lines because because when you put Darnold in at quarterback and you put some of their backup player, like, it's still a fucking loaded roster. And when you remove some of these key players for L.A., it's a poverty roster. So, I just – I think all the value – You know is,
0: Debo's not going to be out there either.
1: Okay. Okay. Or C-Mac. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's a, it's a system. I mean, like, it's just a system. So, like, uh, yes, it's going to affect them. They're, they're not going to score 30 points in this game or anything, but they only got to cover four. I just think that when you remove those players, those key players for the Rams, it's it, – They don't, they do have a system, but they've not shown they can do it. Like when, when their starting running back was out, they couldn't do shit. So they've, they've already proven when they miss, they miss some people. It's not quite the same. I just have more faith in that San Francisco system and some of their backup players that we've seen have success in this system and in this league having success in this game. And I think that they get the cover here and the win. Uh, don't feel great about it. You know, that number is placed at the spot that, that kind of, You know, makes you look at L.A., but I am leaning to San Fran in this one.
0: Yeah, I think that you're probably on the right side, and I'm on the wrong side, but um, I gave out the Rams plus three and a half as part of my round robber on the Monday, so obviously I've already bet it. My reasoning was this. uh, Look, the Rams would gain the most from actually beating this team one time. The Rams have only won one game versus San Fran since 2019, so I think just mentally... It would really be good for what them if, just to go. What, what it, get, if
1: if they're playing? I don't know. Like if they're playing backups, I just it feels like oh
0: we beat the JV Niners. But they're playing their JV team too. Um, yeah, if they do that, it with the, if they do it with their backups, then yeah that okay yes. But you know I I think that you're right, um, and I think I'm on the wrong side. But again, the bet's already in so. Uh, and McVay Monday Mets e- are fun, aren't they? Yeah, they are. Uh, McVay <laughs> could easily do his preseason routine and sit everybody and run three times in the line and punt all game and fuck my money into the ether. But like I said, I've already laid it with the Rams, so I'm just going to stick with it and hope to God that somehow they only lose by field goal. Well, I can tell you this. Uh, if Debo's not
1: playing like you said he's not, and I believe that, they only have, and I'm looking at their depth chart right
0: now, they have... <laughs> well, Purdy ain't playing and C Mac ain't playing. Debo's the literally the next most important. He he might be more important. Is than, he playing? No. Okay. Well, so. I, it hasn't been announced out, but you got to think. He is literally, he's probably more important than Purdy, actually. He's not as important as C Mac. So why the, and he's, I won't say he's injury prone, but he runs so goddamn hard and well, he's not going to not do that. So, you had to save him from himself, really. Th- this is why I'm
1: bringing this up because I'm looking at their depth chart and they have four receivers on the roster healthy right now. Four. So if Jesus. you take if you take out Devo, you're going in a game practice
0: with, squad time, baby. I mean,
1: sure, you can bring up you can bring up some uh, like yes, that can change by game time by kickoff and they bring up some practice squads. So don't hold me to that. But as of right now, their active roster has four healthy receivers. Uh, yeah, don't, don't be surprised if you see Debo play a quarter out there. You know, it, it, it wouldn't shock me.
0: This is one game I would not bet the over in. That's what I'll say about that because I could easily see both these coaches literally running the ball, and this could turn into an Army Navy game. Is what it could mm-hmm. turn into. <laughs> Let's
1: see what. Who's What was? What do we got on the press? Oh, Willie Snead, wide receiver. Hell like, yeah! I mean, come on, come on up, Willie Snead.
0: You're the next contestant on Kick the Shit Out of the Rams. <laughs> <laughs> They always do. Yeah. All right, moving on. It's those New York football giants one more time in 2018. Oh, shit. Let's see. We'll say consensus. Five-point dogs in the contest. There are five. I see it. Four-and-a-half and five-and-a-half, and, five and, and then five painted across the rest of the board. We'll just call it five. Okay, so Philly is already in the playoffs. They need a win here in the Cowboys to lose to win the division. So that is the scenario the Giants are obviously eliminated.
1: Yes, but what but Dallas isn't going to lose so Philly does not give a shit about this game. So this will be the danger zone game of the week. I am absolutely addicted to this Giants team when they have Tyrod Taylor starting a quarterback, and I will take any loves chance. Loves the black cock. <laughs> Whoa, hello! This, <laughs> let's let's cut that out. Let's let's make sure that doesn't go out into the into the ether. That is that is not true. I do not have monkeypox, and I do not like like black cock. So um, again, with the slander, so much slander, you're gonna get you're gonna get your pants sued off. Uh, we have the same lawyer. Yeah, well. Um, I'll take it out of. I'll just take it out of the petty cash. It's <laughs> fine. It's fine. Um, <laughs> I hate this Philly team. They are fading faster than, than 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 anything. And and I just I see no effort, no reason to play here. And the Giants, look, they're fighting hard. They're playing hard for no reason at all, other than they just you know they get a chance to flex here, beat a division opponent uh, opponent to end the season. Yeah, I love the Giants here. They will certainly definitely be in all my Uh,
0: money line round robin thing so yeah I got got the Giants what do you got alright this is the third and final numbers geek pick of the week and it is on the Giants of course look man they're still fighting hard and the Eagles are fighting amongst each other their coach is on the hot seat which is insane to me but again this is the same organization that fired Peterson after he won a goddamn Super Bowl much less lost one And where behind the scenes is, Sirianni is just as big a fucking douche in the locker room as he plays one on TV. Look, I don't expect to go 3-0 on the numbers picks, and honestly, because of the narrative that everybody's probably going to be in the Giants, it seems square to me, so it might be the one that'll lose, Philly might get their shit together, and just go roughshod, but... Until they can prove it to me, fuck that. No. Give me the Giants. They're not, they're, are they even a good team right now? Their, they de- even... their defense is literally poverty. It's 30, since week 10, it is the 30th ranked defense in the yeah. NFL. Yeah, no, this is, love the Giants. Yep, I do too. All right, moving on. It's those Green Bay Packers. They are three point home favorites over the Chicago Bears. All right, for Green Bay, it is win and get in. Now, there's lots of other scenarios to get in. With a loss, but they know they control their own destiny, so we're going to leave it as simple as that.
1: Green, Green Bay's win and get in.
0: Win and get in.
1: Oh, thank God! Like I just I I'm sitting on Chicago with an under ticket, and they can't. Oh, are you? <laughs> well, yeah. If they win this game, I lose. Up, so I love the fact that Green Bay can win and get in. That actually makes me feel a lot better. Um, I've got to lean on Chicago to this game, though. Actually, with with just the way these two teams are playing, I can only lean to Chicago getting the three or whatever you said. Whatever you said, it was um, three. What's it at? Three. Uh, I'm just trying to debate in my head. Do I? Um. You know what? I think I'm. I think I'm just gonna do it. Fuck it. You know, I, I just like the way that Chicago defense is playing. Don't do it. I'm gonna do it. Hit the Don't sounder. Do it. Hit the sounder. I'm taking Chicago. It's fucking week 18. Just let me have some fun. Let's go out. With, let's go out with some fun <laughs> here. Uh, now, I, I, you know, I've been kind of out of it, so I did not know that this was win and get in for Green Bay. So that does. I do like that for my season ticket, but I, I will take Chicago and um, talk. I mean, talk me out
0: of it. Like, tell me why, why I wouldn't. Well, I'll say that I'm not going to have any money on this game, because I already do. Uh, I've got Green Bay to make the playoff ticket at plus 300. And, you know, we have Chicago on the season win total under. Green Bay is going to win. Yeah, but that's they... make, that's the, then you're just making,
1: you're just hoping that both those hit. But tell me why, actually, Green Bay is going to win.
0: Uh, well, they have the better offense and the better quarterback. They're at home. And... I mean, you tell me that Justin Fields is going to go beat Jordan Love the way those two quarterbacks have played this season. Jordan Love has answered the bell at every fucking turn. He obliterated, and again, Minnesota had to quit in them last week, but that game was fucking over early.
1: But their and defense has been shit, except for when they, you know, whatever. That's fine, happened but last Chicago's
0: day. a poverty fucking offense. So every time they play a poverty offense he's going to be able to score enough points to win this game. Do they cover the three? I don't know. Again, already have money on both sides. I'm not wagering anymore because that's irresponsible to do, in my opinion. But Green Bay going to win this.
1: I'm just looking. I don't see, like, over the last six weeks, where do you see a poverty offense? They had one bad game against Minnesota where they didn't score. Other than that, they're scoring in the 30s and in the mid-20s. Okay. It's not poverty.
0: I will look it up. Um as a and now up-
1: recently, now for the season, yeah, sure, yeah, yeah. but, but no, recently, of,
0: co- of course, that's all I'm looking at is recent. So I will look it up as I set up the next game. Um,
1: well, no, we don't have to do that. I'm just, I obviously we're going to be on different sides, and, and it, you know, it's, it's, I don't, I'm not taking a hard stance. I just, I think Chicago's better, and, and this has been going on for like for a while. I think Chicago's better than you're giving credit for.
0: Okay, uh, let's see. do yeah, Chicago is twenty fourth in EPA since week ten on offense. So,
1: well, why did you go to week ten? Started week week eleven.
0: Well, you said second half of the season.
1: No, I just said recently.
0: Oh my god, how much more recent? Well, I mean made? that's
1: one, two, three, four, five. That's the last six games. That's okay. a
0: third of the season. They're twenty eighth <laughs> since week 20, eleven. Twenty eighth in EPA success rate on offense. Twenty eighth. They're poverty. They're fucking. Poverty. Green Bay's going to win this game. They're going to win this game probably in a laugher, actually.
1: Okay, well, if they score
0: 25 points, which is, I mean, just. I'm okay, not... Green Bay has scored 31. Like, who gives a shit? Like, nah, I don't think they will. <laughs> 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 All right. We're going to disagree and move yeah, on. It's um, fun.
1: It's fun to disagree. I love it.
0: It is. All right. Oh, fuck. God damn it. Arizona, fighting midgets. Ugh. Consensus, two and a half point now, all the way down to two and a half. Home dogs of Seattle, Seahawks. Okay, Seattle needs to win here and get some help that they're not going to get. So they're already eliminated from the playoffs, but they don't know it. So they will be playing hard here. So Okay. Seattle will
1: be? Yeah, yeah this, I mean, they should
0: be playing hard, yeah. I
1: mean, goddamn, I mean, I, I, can you play any less hard? than they did last week <laughs> on de- on I de- I don't know how you play any worse on defense like that was an embarrassment what they did last week so because it was such an embarrassment last week I do expect a bounce back on defense and some more effort that was just that was just tragic to watch a Pittsburgh team just punk them and push them around for fucking 60 minutes basically Uh, This is actually going to be the the fiddle-in-the-middle game of the week. I am taking Arizona up to 8.5, but I am taking Seattle to cover the 2.5 on the straight line. Um, For everything that I just said, I really need, we really need Seattle to win this game. We've got to undertake it under 4.5 on Arizona season wins. They they pulled that miracle last week that actually makes me feel better about this week because Seattle got, got punked and embarrassed, Arizona had their fucking game, their win of the year last week. So I like things to kind of fade here and go into the offseason with the, the way it should be with Seattle winning a close game by three, four, or
0: seven, and we get that nice little fiddle. All right, the numbers are split here. Um look, this line was Arizona plus four in May. So, to me, it feels light. Look, if Arizona doesn't beat Philly last week, I there's no chance this number is under a field goal. I think the football gods are going to smile on Longhorn here because if Seattle doesn't win and he costs us another win in our season total loss number, I don't think that happens. I think Seattle finds a way to win, or at least I really hope they do. Look, Seattle took care of Arizona in the first matchup, and that was pre-midget, of course, but Geno Smith was able to have a good game versus the shitty Arizona defense. And more importantly, Seattle was able to run the ball at least decently effective. And quite frankly, the Kyler Murray thing has been way fucking overblown. Now, he hasn't qualified yet for a total QBR for the season. So I had to go back and calculate where he would be by his weekly totals. And for the season, he's sitting at 47 QBR, which would make him 22nd in the league, right behind Russell Wilson, and right ahead of Justin Fields. He's only had two above-average games this season. One was versus Atlanta when their defense is week nine. Their defense is still playing very below average. And then last week versus Philly, who, like I said, since week 10, is ranked 30th on defense in EPA. Now Seattle, since week 10, is ranked 32nd. So that does scare me. But guess what? Arizona's 31st. So, I don't know. Bet the over here, I guess, it would be a great over game. But overall, we need Seattle to win this game big time. I hope and pray that Geno Smith gets this fucking thing done. Me too. All right, moving on. It's our Las Vegas Raiders. They are hosting those Denver Broncos. And they are... Oh, shit. It's really about 2.75. Where is it at the contest? Uh, Where is this game? Why am I not seeing it? Oh, it's two and a half in the contest, so it's three in some spots, two and a half in others. It's basically juice to the two and a half and up to three. It's two and a half in the contest, though, so. But it's it's obviously going to three, part of the market. And no scenarios? Uh, Both teams are eliminated from the playoffs. Okay, both
1: teams eliminated, but Peyton is not eliminated from being the fucking uh, boss of this team and he has proven all year long that he is calling the shots he's making the big balls decisions and it's just going to be his way or the highway and he's determined to turn this thing around and he would love nothing more than to make that decision that he's getting fucking heat for and everybody's yelling at him then to just go ahead and win the last two games with a backup quarterback and say you know what fuck you I'm doing this thing my way and I'm gonna turn this around so yeah I give me give me Denver here a lean to Denver just just based on Peyton wants to finish this season the way he wants to and win two games without Russell and prove well that won't prove anybody wrong but it's kind of like a uh, they can't actually put their middle finger up to all their haters as a as a head coach but you can do it. Like, kind of on the field and uh, and and on a two-game winning streak to end the season without Russell Wilson is a good way to do it. What do you got?
0: Yeah, it's a no call by the power rankings. Uh, look, Denver's in a pretty good spot on the predictives models, though. Neither one of these teams has quit uh, on the year. Obviously, Las Vegas went and played hard uh, in Indy last week. Denver won a game at home with a backup quarterback. So, I don't see either one of these teams quitting at this point. But I'm with you. I would lean with, obviously, the more experienced coach and the more, uh, I think, kind of driven veteran roster. There's going to be a lot of guys playing for spots out there. Las Vegas is a young team, and they got a young quarterback who, you know, he's had his moments, but overall hasn't been too great. So we'll see. But, yeah, I can't do anything but uh, go Denver in this one as well. All right. All right, moving on to those San Diego Super Chargers. They are three-and-a-half-point consensus home favorites over those Kansas City Chiefs. The Chargers are eliminated. Uh, Casey's locked in to their spot. Mahomes is not playing. So, Longhorn, what do you got on this one?
1: Yeah, I just I hate this game. I don't really have a good feel for this. It feels like the chargers are the right side just because they've got nothing to play for, um, you know, but, but then, so neither does KC. So situationally, I've got nothing uh, on this. The Chargers have nothing not to play for either. though. Right. So that's, so that's why it just feels like it's the right spot for the chargers. Um, I'm just going to lean the Chargers. I, I got nothing. I don't, I, this won't be a tease. This won't be a pick, but if I'm leaning one, one way or the other, I'm taking the chart and a pick them. I'm taking chargers, put it that way.
0: Yep, I'm with you. I'm out on this game. not putting any money on it, uh, but I would lean that way as well. All right. All right, moving on. Oh, it's the game of the week. It's yes. a Sunday night football. I don't know the music. So, ba 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 ba, da, ba da. Nah, Sorry, Carrie Underwood. That don't sound right. You're hot, though. Mm. It is those my hammer dolphins, and She's they probably are. Probably a whore. Th- oh, don't you say that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, maybe not. They're three points home dogs to those (laughs) buffalo let's go buffalo bills all right this is winner gets the division now miami is already in the playoffs buffalo needs to win to get in or they need pittsburgh to lose which is going to happen or jacksonville to lose which is not going to happen so buffalo's probably in either way but you know, of course, they want to go win the division. So, win winner wins the division. I would like for you to tell me what this line
1: movement has been this week, please. 0.0, 0 points. And I I made this mistake last week because if you listen, and, and I listened to the Monday pod, and you were one hundred percent right. I left a four and one or five and zero on the board by not just picking the game. Sure, games the hell did, loved. Chip. And Baltimore against New- Miami was one of them. I loved Baltimore, even though, for whatever reason, the entire fucking world was betting on Miami. I don't I don't get it, but it scared me off. Same thing here. Why the fuck is this line not moving? I don't understand. This is not a good Miami team when you have Xavier Howard, Ch- Bradley Chubb. They've already lost, uh, what's his name, um, Phillips, the other defensive end, they just keep losing people. Now, now Mostert's out, uh, Waddle's out. This is this is not the same Miami team. And I know Buffalo hasn't played well. Trust me, I know because they gave me a loss last week in the Super Contest. They've just been barely beating these teams. They should be blowing out. Maybe they're saving it. I doubt it. Maybe they're just not. They're not built to blow out teams anymore. But this doesn't need to be a blowout. This is a three-point line in a must not a must win game but but take the division type game and miami is a shell of what they were they they have injuries on both sides of the ball this is a slam dunk buffalo side i will be all over buffalo in this is it three in the contest if it has moved it has to be three in the contest
0: of course it's three
1: yeah so yeah give me this is buffalo
0: all the way for me okay the one thing i would caution you about the reason why this line hasn't moved and nobody's betting it is because of what I just said. This is the Sunday night game. If Pittsburgh loses, they're in. Now. If, if Pittsburgh loses, Buffalo's in? Buffalo's in. Or if Jacksonville loses, Buffalo's in. So, and, now.
1: Okay, 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 okay. So they're in as a – I mean, they, but they get a home game if, they're, if they win the division. Exactly. Yeah, so there's
0: so, – th- So there still should be motivation – However, you know how the market works; it's going to wait for all the information because there, everybody's not playing the contest. You and I, we have to make a decision. Either way, so you so. think? So you think
1: if if they if if whatever those scenarios are that happen that happen earlier in the day or Saturday, this line will go to what?
0: Mm. Honestly, I don't have a good feel for it. To be honest with you, because.
1: I don't think me, it changes
0: because they there's still motivation to win. They have yeah, you have to win you have to get a home game. You have yeah. to get a home game. So yeah. I, I'm with you with the fact that I I don't think that it changed now the market will move it. I believe the market will probably move it, you know. Probably Miami money comes in if Pittsburgh or Jacksonville loses and Buffalo's any the way. And I think that's fair just because the human element to it, like the Buffalo players know they can say, "Well, we don't care. We want to win a division." Bob. but in the back of everyone of their minds, they already know they're in the playoffs. So uh, yeah, it it is know. a factor. But it's
1: kind of what they've been. They they've kind of been in this playoff mode for a long time, and just and just that that let's they got to win every game. That's kind of how it's been going. I don't know if you just turn it off when it it's been building to this game. This is the one that they they figured they had
0: to win to get in. I just don't. I don't see it changing. Uh, now, here's what I will say. I think that if Pittsburgh and Jacksonville both win, this number goes the fuck up. Like I think it's Buffalo, three and a half, four, five. I don't know where it stops. Yeah, that's what I do think. I I believe that that will happen for sure. If it goes the other way, I'm not sure if it moves. Because again, Miami is in, and like you said, all the injuries they have. If the game starts to go sideways a little bit. How long does Tua play? Right. I don't know. Yeah, right. for sure. So, and, and you just look at the end, like the injury
1: list for for Miami. It's all their best players. It's all their best players. You look at the injury list for the Bills. It's nobody. Now they've they you know they missed people early in the year like Milano and Tre'Davious White, but they've they've adjusted to that since then. Like they're
0: yeah, they've been gone, and they they've adjusted back up, and, they, and they're and missing nobody is, else.
1: Yeah. They're missing nobody else. Like they are completely healthy, trending the right way. I think this is. I think it's going to be. I think it's going to get ugly. I think it's going to be a blowout on Sunday night, and Buffalo just steamrolls this uh, hurt Miami team that will eventually just fuck it. Pull the, let's wave the white flag, get rid of the playoffs, and get the fuck out of here.
0: So, I have, in full disclosure, I have a Super Bowl ticket future on both of these teams. I got 20-1 to 1 on Buffalo when they were in their lowest spot. I got an 8-1 to 1 on Miami, which obviously I didn't get the best number there. They've sank since then. Well, you can tear those up because it's going to be San Fran and Baltimore. Maybe, but uh, it would be in my best interest for Buffalo to win this game. And the whole world thinks the Buffalo is going to win this game, which makes me just want to go the other way. Do they? The line hasn't moved. I think the consensus, I mean, from everything I've heard from all the talking heads and podcasts and everything else, yes. I mean, the narrative's out of Miami. We've been talking about it the whole season. Every time they play a good team, they get the doors blown off. And they played the Buffalo team earlier this year. Doors blown off. Baltimore, my fucking God, that was never a football game. And, you know, we talked about it last week in the podcast. You're like, well, now they play a good team in Dallas. I'm like, is Dallas a good team? I don't know. Uh, but. Miami beat them, so that's why I, that's why kind of makes me think Dallas maybe not so good a team, when the numbers yeah. say they're not that good of a team anyway. No, but Buffalo's that. been trending up on their defense, like you said, they they sank really low. That's how I got them twenty to one midseason on the Super Bowl odds. Um, so look, I'll say this: of all the teams in the AFC, that because everybody's got
1: to go through Baltimore, Buffalo's the one team I could see going there. And beating them, so of course. I will, I will say that.
0: Of course, I will say that. Yeah, they—they are—they're the team that nobody wants to play on that side of the bracket. I promise you that. So, I don't know, man. Like I said, the narrative is so strong; it just makes my contrarian nature just makes me want to take Miami um, <laughs> you again. Do I don't—I don't, I don't have do any money on <laughs> this game other than the future. I'm not going to have any money on this game other than my futures already have. I have both these teams bet to make the playoffs. Uh, so, obviously, I already hit the Miami ticket. And, again, overall, I do need Buffalo to win. And I fucking, I fucking hate Tua anyway. So, oh yeah. um, But I'm not saying I won't play Miami in the contest. I'm not saying I won't. I might. I might. I, I haven't might, decided yet. I
1: might play Buffalo. never know.
0: It's on my short list for sure. But either way, I think – it's just a tough game to call. But I do – I so here's what I was – last prediction. If Pittsburgh uh, and Jacksonville both win, which I hope to God Pittsburgh doesn't, then I think this line goes the fuck up. So if you're going to bet Buffalo, I will say get them now at the three. I think it's the cheapest that you'll possibly get them. I really don't see a lot of Miami money coming in because, again, if you look at it – so if I say – Okay, Buffalo, if Pittsburgh loses, Buffalo is not so blah, blah, blah. Well, if Pittsburgh wins, Miami's already in the playoffs. They're already in that mindset of, hey, we're in. Yes, we'd love to win the division, but we're in. We're hurt. You know, I don't know. I could could see it kind of going either way on that point, but I will say, like I said, if but if Buffalo has to, if it comes down to 7:20 kickoff, and Buffalo absolutely has to win this game to get in, it, it will not be Buffalo minus three. It will be Buffalo minus way more than that. So if you like the Bills, take them now.
1: What do you got on tickets and cash split on this one?
0: Uh, let me pull that up.
1: I'm showing I'm showing fifty fifty on tickets, but seventy percent cash on Buffalo.
0: That's what I'm saying. Everybody's on Buffalo. which is, that. That's what makes me want to just no, go the t- other fucking no,
1: way. No, tickets are 50-50 on mine. So, we'll see yours say. Uh, let's see what you're saying. Let's see. Trying
0: to see if it... Why don't they have... I fucking hate when they keep it in rotation order and they've changed the goddamn game times.
1: I'm showing quite a few...
0: Um
1: just a handful of discrepancies with tickets and and cash. Yeah, I was
0: on the same thing. 71 Buffalo 5149
1: tickets Buffalo. Yeah, so. so 50-50 on tickets. So it seems like seems like the sharp money is on Buffalo and it's coin because, flip on the Because on tickets. again,
0: they everybody knows. I mean, if you think Pittsburgh is going to lose, which a lot of people I think do, you you know this, this is absolutely the cheapest you're going to get but I, Again, if they if they don't, or if they do lose, that I don't think it goes the other way, but if they win, if Pittsburgh wins, it is going to go up. So this is the cheapest you will get Buffalo. I I do fully believe that. I'm showing sixty
1: like this, this is just a different game. I'm looking at all the discrepancies. I'm showing on Tampa Bay, sixty three percent tickets, but ninety percent cash on Carolina. Oh I got
0: I got seventy three eighty seven all on the bucks. Okay, yeah. Alright, that's all we got. Alright, boys and girls, that was all. The wins come to the air tonight, baby! Alright, boys and girls, it's time you all have been waiting for. It's time for those free SF3 three picks of the week. Longhorn, lay it on them, baby. All right. We are absolutely going
1: to finish the year with some winners. I am giving out Tennessee Titans plus five and a half. Don't be scared to go half unit on five and a half and half unit on the money line. Uh Break that up however you want to. Uh, But yeah, Tennessee plus five and a half is the official pick. And we're finishing with a motherfucking
0: win. I love it. Fully endorsed. All right. College freebie of the week. Oh, we're going South Dakota State minus 12.5. The Jackrabbits are 14-0. Looking to finish off their perfect season versus the Grizzlies of Montana. Not to be confused with Montana State, of course. Look, South Dakota State has the third-ranked scoring offense in the country this year compared to the 16th of Montana and South Dakota State has the number one scoring defense in all of FCS. This is South Dakota's second consecutive trip to the championship game, third in the last four seasons, and they are the defending national champs. Montana has not been here since 2009, so they are in uncharted waters with these kids they got right now. I'll take the more experienced coach-quarterback combo. Their quarterback, Mark Gron- or Gron- Gronowski, has won gronkowski gronkowski yep one of the gronkowski brothers Mm -hmm. he has won just about every award there is at the fcs level including the most outstanding player of last year's natty and on top of that he's a goddamn mechanical engineer major and a four-year honor roll student and first team scholar athlete it also doesn't hurt these six foot three and 225 so go jackrabbits go
1: and and if he
0: doesn't work out,
1: then they can bring in Trey Lance or, um, you know... Uh, Josh uh, Allen. John. Yeah, they'll be available. Yeah, let's bring in one of them.
0: <laughs> all right, Longhorn. Tell them about that fabulous website one more time.
1: All right. Well, it's the end. Of, well, first of all, episode number... Seven.
0: 183.
1: Did you do a fucking podcast without me? I might have. You son of a bitch. Well, you'll hear from my lawyer. That's not <laughs> how we drew it up. Um... <laughs> Yeah, look, it's the end of the season. Go to the podcast. If you want to get an end of the season deal, just email in info at the com and we'll hook you up. We've still got the playoffs to tear through. And of course, and of course, week 18. Uh, we always finish strong. We always kill the playoffs and we've only lost one Super Bowl ever since we've been doing this, and that was last year. So, uh, yeah, we got that out of the way. Now it's time to do another, like, five-year run of Super Bowl domination. So jump in now if if you want to uh, catch the end of the season. Email in info at the Football Glory Hole, and you can do that. Um, other than that, subscribe, share with your friends. And if you do any of these things, we become partners for life. And as always, in a mostly non-sexual way. People, stop throwing away your hard-earned money on a guessing game. Let the pros do the heavy lifting. So sign up, tell a friend, and join in on the fun of watching football,
0: drinking beer, and never
1: pay a bookie again.
0: Come on! Ha! Ah, damn it, people, never pay a bookie again. Steven Tyler, take us out, baby!